Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup with Marvin and myself, we take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash the coffee breakup. That's better. H E L P.com slash the coffee breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. The day that I wanted to propose to her was actually the day that I found her cheating. Oh, no. Oh, my heart's broken. Yeah. Just imagining this yeah, situation. Yeah. So, this is over 10 years ago, so it, it is what it is. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Coffee Breakup. This is Chris. This is Marvin. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And we get the website, thecoffeebreakup.com. Check us out. You're here on YouTube. Like, subscribe, follow. Uh, well, like, subscribe. Uh, hey, hit that uh, notification bell. And uh, you're listening to us on the go, Spotify, and iTunes. iTunes. That's it. That's it. That's all you need to know. Fuck all that. That back being said, <laughs> back to the program. We got Fuck a nice guest, uh, Marvel Bishop. What's yes, up, buddy? Sir. How are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, so you're, you're How are you guys me? doing? We're good. We're good. Yeah, thank yeah. you for coming on, man. Nah, nah, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, man. We freaking Uber freaking stole my, a guy or whatever stole my freaking Uber coming here, bro. That's the no, reason why I was late. No, no, no. Running a little bit behind. It's all good. Kind of sucks, though, man. It's so nice outside, and we're here stuck in the studio. I, I want to thank you for actually showing up. Nah, but I bet yeah. when you got out of the car, you're walking over here like, like man, I wish I could just be out here. Be out here. Beach. It's so Dippy, nice outside. Yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. But yeah, no, we wanted to bring you on. You know, we just, you know, we like to teach and inform people. And, you know, you, you've expressed interest a while back. And Absolutely. And I feel like you have a lot of wisdom. So, but first things first, we were talking about your name. You said, so your name is Marvel Bishop. Marvel, right? yes. That's a stage name. No, it's not. It's my real name, actually. Yeah, definitely. I actually really appreciate it. Your name is actually Marvin. Because now, like, so whenever I go out and, like, it's, like, really loud and shit, everyone's like, hey, what's your name? And plus, I'm, like, way up there. I'm 6'11". I'm six eleven. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how the fuck I even fit here. Yeah, I'm so Honestly, but then when people ask me my name and I tell them, oh, it's Marvel. Oh, it's Marvin? No, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's Marvel. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I'm yeah. glad that we were able to I, I differentiate get, that. You I, know what I'm saying? I get the opposite. People, Wait, I'm, people I'm, think it's Marvel? Yeah. What? Marvin, Marvel, close, really, People have called you Marvel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's only one Marvel in the world, which is me. That's you, man. And the whole universe. Like the name of the universe. And it's a big difference of both of us, you know, like how we 
look. So yeah, not yeah. that. You're you're more good looking, so don't worry about you it. You look like a superhero though, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, basically. You do. Yeah, Damn, you're six seven. You did sports. Yeah, I played basketball in New York. I played football, high school, played uh, college as well too, and then um, played a little bit of semi pro. Try to do pros or overseas didn't really work out. So damn, but all right, but now you're you've established yourself here. I mean, you yeah. said you know you have your own company. Yes, Talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So um, so pretty much Rizzy from New York came here in 2009. Uh, went to FIU, um, shout out to the Panthers, but yeah, I dropped yeah. out in, <laughs> okay. in 2013. Um, then after that, um, I actually worked at uh, Story Story Nightclub. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I actually opened up Story Nightclub um, in like 2013 in December. But from what what background? You just did it as a well. When you're six foot eleven, three fifty, you don't need really background for security. <laughs> yeah, man. that is your background. <laughs> you are that. <laughs> that, is, that, so, that is so yeah, I probably did maybe like one or two things with security like back then. Um, I worked at Space, worked there. Love Coloma, I love you, but like that was a one and done type of thing. Yeah. Space is different, but working there, I can never do that. But then, like, I had a few um, security, uh, uh, like you know, gigs or whatever. But um, actually, one of my boys, shout out to Jonathan Medical, that I went to the FIU with, he was actually the one that actually put me on to the uh, the job at Story. You know, Jonathan Medical from FIU. That last name sounds so. He's cool. a um, he's a Sigma Chi. Oh, Jonathan Medical. Uh, he he um uh he was he was like police force, but now he's like special. I, uh, if you show me a picture, odds. I know the, the name for sure. And the fact that he, you said he's, he's so there's affiliated. two Johnson Medicals. The one that we do want to talk about, and the one that we don't want to talk oh, about. Oh no! The other one that we don't want to talk about is like sex trafficking, like pedophilia. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, sex, yeah, sex. Maybe we should. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the no. other John Medical um is my man. That's my guy. Really? Yeah, hold on. Hold on. John John there you go. Jonathan, the you name sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So he has his own like training, like security ops. He trains people with guns. He trains people like you know, like he looks so special f- defense and everything. Do you know him? I've, I know I don't know him personally, him but before, I, right? I, yeah, I, I believe based. he was Miami Dade, and then now he transitioned into like, his own like business, basically. Yeah. So yeah. So anyways, um, uh-huh. so um, where was I? Uh, so he pretty much you know gave me uh opportunity to pretty much you know work at Story. Um, he just told me, listen, all you gotta do is just don't make me look bad. On Christmas Day, I went in there. I spoke to Jay Pink and uh, Patrick Fleming. They were the um, security guards, as far as like a um, security officer. Not security officer. I'm sorry. Um, director of security. Okay. And um, head of security. Head of security and, and assistant head of security at Live. And then they went to Story because they were opening up. So they saw me instantly. They hired me. And then afterwards, yeah. um, just think of the resume. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm here to apply. Yeah, I'm six eleven. You're hired. <laughs> yeah, basically. And the crazy part is, it's a quick story. On top of that, is that um, so I was actually scheduled to actually be a part of like you know like the VIP um, yeah, yeah, it's been the story, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, dance floor in the middle, right in front yeah, of yeah, DJ. Yeah. I was like one of the people that pretty much like protected like you know like the VIP tables and all that. But in the beginning, I couldn't because I didn't have a jacket that could fit me. Yeah, Jesus. So, but this is very important. Hold on, this is very important. So, what happened was. They put me in the DJ booth in the back where all like celebrities and all like the owners and all like the VIPs sure. were like congregating. So that's how I met David Grumman. That's how I met Chris Patello. Shout out to him. He used to own it. And pretty much everybody, honestly. So I used to work there specifically in that area for like three to four months. And then after that, then I got like my everyone pretty much you know known me. Then I went to the because I got a jacket. You got from yeah. 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 So so fast forward like three, four years ago after that. Um 
I was, you know, I'm a creative as well too because I had a photography and video company, but like I was also balancing that and security. So, but speaking on just the nightlife in general, I pretty much wanted to have a, a level of like independence mm -hmm. because, you know, like I didn't necessarily want to work for anybody. And I was like, yo, listen, like I want more. So that's when I actually met my guy, my first client, um, Troy. And um, I took care of him actually as story. And then afterwards we went to, no, I'm sorry. Afterwards I took care of him. I didn't even get his number. Like I didn't even get his contact whatsoever, but something just told me to go to like 11. Cause afterwards, you know, we go there and party and everything else too. Yeah. And then um, I just ran into him at, you know, one of the sections and I saw him say, Hey, listen, like, you know, I was at, you were at my table and I was taking care of you for the night. Right. He's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And he was like, you know what? You could be my bodyguard. So I hear that shit all the, all the time. Like yeah. people just want to just be my bodyguard. Like for me to, for them, for me to be their bodyguard. I was like, dog, I'll work for you right fucking now. Like what's up? Took out some money, gave me $500 on the spot. So based off of that, that's when I started doing, before the concierge, that's when I started doing private security. Now, uh, how long did you do private security for? Um, Probably about a couple of years. Oh, okay. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple of years, basically. Oh, probably even more than that, actually, with him. No, more than that, actually. Um, I was uh, I was going to Vegas with him. I was going to New Orleans. You know, pretty much all a bunch of different places. So like, I'm kind of like a hybrid now. So, like, you know, like, I have partners now, which I don't want to, like, jump too yeah. far ahead. But, um, yeah, so I was traveling with him and everything. And I remember one time after that, I wanted more again. Because, like, being a bodyguard is cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get to protect people. You know what I'm saying? gotta like risk your life and shit but, but it's like not, that's something that like i necessarily did not want to do yeah sure. like, that wasn't your calling it wasn't your so here's the thing though like bodyguard. like with security like i did it because of my height and my size i didn't do it because i like i loved it sure yeah, right it was exactly. more of like okay it makes sense so let's go yeah you know what i'm saying and you're getting paid because you know? if that was case, if i actually loved it then i would spend you know more than one day of space coloma i love you he's the owner he's the owner <laughs> yeah. of space <laughs> he we went to fiu together so okay um but um, but yeah. So after that, I remember one time I was at um, Marion Brickle, I believe. I think it was like one um, a restaurant. I was taking care of somebody, really, really like high end, like very loyal client. Uh -huh. And we were talking, and he was like, "Hey, man, like you know, I know you're a bodyguard and all that, which is great. You know, what I'm saying like you do your thing and you make some decent money, but I feel like you can probably do a little bit more. Like first of all, you're very personable. People gravitate towards you. You have connections." Like, why don't you try to expand the company a little bit to more than just more than just like bodyguard, more than just security? I was like, really? Like, yeah. Like, unfortunately, not everybody, but for the most part, a lot of bodyguards are just like meat shields. Yeah. Like they don't necessarily have personality. And sometimes they don't really need to because it's like they just need to just, you know, it's like you just speak where you're spoken to. Right. And they're that's okay just, with that. And they're okay with that because Something. that's just pretty much what comes to the job. Yeah. But for me, like, you know, like I'd love like I got to the point where. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Because yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, of, like, <laughs> ahead, imagine imagine you wanting, like, you get hired to be a bodyguard. And then you, like, want to talk to the guy who yeah. hired you. And but the like, funny part is, is that, like, with me, people did talk to me because right. of the person I am. People I, just yeah, like, like yeah, bro, yeah. you know the vibes. Like, vibes was just there. And they, yeah. they were just comfortable. Like, I have secrets and I have, like, things that people tell me that I will take to my grave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they were just so comfortable to telling me everything. You know what I'm saying? And that's just all the discretion of, of what I do as a profession. So afterwards, he was like... Bro, like, why don't you just, like, open up a concierge company? I'm like, hmm. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, probably. And then after that, then I started looking up at it more and then, like, see how I can definitely do it and how I can definitely position things. And then after that, then 
I started to like, you know, having like different divisions of the company. So, you know, it's like I have the executive protection, I have the transportation, I have the concierge. Okay. So the concierge basically is like literally like anything in Miami. We're based out in other cities as well, too. Uh-huh. Like we're mainly based in uh, uh, Miami, but we're working on DC right now. Um, New York, LA, Vegas, right. Atlanta, Arizona. And um, we're working on right now uh, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and, uh, and and Dubai. What the hell? Yeah. Wild, so how does that work? So and they'll be like, oh, I go online, I call you, I book. How, how, how does the service? So the service is pretty much um, is people call me, and or they call my partners, basically. Is it well, like word of mouth or like? Uh, right now, because of like wealthy referral? people, wealthy people looking and knowing wealthy people, they just hit them up. Like true, right? For so this referral, type of yeah. high end service, because I deal with the one percent. Yeah. So it's like. They don't necessarily look like, okay, let me Google. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. now you can Google. Like, there's people that you can search on the first page. Like, hey, listen, this is like, you know, um, a whole bunch of people that you can get, like, get service yeah, for. Yeah, but that's the minor leagues. You're in the major leagues, right? Well, yes. Yeah, yeah, come on, do your own horn. <laughs> yeah, your own horn. yeah. But, you know, when it comes to this high level of service, they, the elite refer to, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they tell, they talk to you about, they talk to you, they talk to them about you. Right, right, like, right. Like, right. they're not looking up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, yeah, they don't need them off. Yeah. Which is better. Mm hmm. Okay, so and that's how. Okay, so and so then, what do you do then? They say, okay, well, I want. Like, so it's there's um there's different there's different types of um there's different types of levels. So there is um there's a basic level where you come to me, right? And I pretty much plan everything. Like, but this it's not necessarily like white gloved. It's just like me basically booking out all reservations, all services. Say if you want to go to Komodo. Say if you want to go to um. Poppy steak or um, Capaccio or Carbone in those places or like live story. I pretty much build the whole entire itinerary. That's one level. Second level is pretty much a little bit more hands on. Second level is we walk with them with the clubs. We walk with them to the, um, to the, to the restaurants and lounges too. And we make sure everything's good and everything is smooth. The last level, which is the highest level, which is 24 seven concierge service where we have a team and we have, they pay a premium where they pretty much pay for, 24 access to me, my, to, to our team and whatever they need, we, fr- we freaking do it, bro. If they fucking call me at three 30 AM to get a freaking carton of milk, get it done. Right. Wow. But that, that's the premium that they're paying. That's a premium. That's, yeah. They're they paying chose to 10, 15, 20 K for a weekend for our services. Yeah. And that's just, you know, so. so, so, so it sounds like, so people who aren't familiar and they're like, well, I want the full Miami experience. I yes. want to, or wherever yeah. I'm at. Yeah. All right. Let me, Hey, mm-hmm. call you. And then you're like, okay, yeah. well, we do this. Boom, boom, boom. Do you give them options or is it just, Hey, this is your, Oh, uh, we give them options. But at the end of the day, these type of people don't necessarily want to think. Okay. Get we do, so we, we do the thinking for them. That's literally what the service is and our access and our level of service is pretty much what they pretty much pay for. So I'll give you an example. So cool. when it comes to like reservations and bookings and all that, right? Like, you know, the, you guys have been to Komodo. Yeah, 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 I've been, I've been. So you can most likely get a reservation by yourself. Yeah, I wanted to ask you this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Call so what try. is the difference between me and basically you just calling? Sure. So what I would say is that Okay, you can call and make the reservations by yourself, but there is a difference between a regular reservation that you guys do and a bishop reservation. Okay. Like when anybody pretty much books under us, they're treated as VIP. Things yeah, are a lot more turnkey. That. I can see that. But has it always been like that? Or no. When, exactly. Well, 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 no, because I had, to, I had to get there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, right. So uh, like right now, knowing your reputation, uh-huh. if you're the one that makes a reservation, it's like, 
Yes. Right? Yeah. So we, there's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But you had it took a while to get there. Well, yeah. It's it's um it's all about just taking care taking care of people, man. Um, taking care of people within your your uh your industry as well too, and also paying it forward. True. You know. Um. True. It's it's uh, and also it's also reputation as well too. Like you can't just like when it comes to concierge. You you kind of like need to do your due your due diligence and do your time and do your fucking you're tied you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. like it's like for instance like just like podcasting like you can't just have like one person do like one episode on oh, the best podcast in, 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 in Miami <laughs> yeah who the fuck yeah, are you absolutely no absolutely. for real yeah, so so I had to you know it's kind of like relationships kind of like dating it's like you got to bring shit to the table you mm-hmm. can't just be like oh my man you have to fucking respect me no motherfucker like you got to like be that guy to like yeah. provide a resource, provide the assertiveness, provide the leadership, you know what I'm saying? In yeah, order to be like respected. Like so it's the same thing, the same parallel when it comes to dating, when it comes to uh, concierge. Damn. So then you got a lot of experience already within that. Um, and so you meet, you know, a lot of, you meet a lot of people. A lot of yeah. People. Yeah. A lot of people do know me. <laughs> it's a lot of like networking as well. Yeah, bro. You know? It's, it's a lot it's a of motive. just going out and having a prefixed mind no matter if you're going out. So for instance, like even bro, like yes, for, for who I am, like I can definitely get into anywhere at any time. Oh, I bet. Like no matter what, no matter what day it is, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's all about like, you know, with, uh, what's, uh, with with great power comes responsibility. Is is that, is that, yeah, we just, so, so here's the thing is like with that, I use that access and I use that power basically to try to like, you know, elevate my business even more. Bro, I don't go out to like just party and like just like meet girls. You know, I said, man, well, maybe a little bit just meet yeah, girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. just tad. <laughs> but most of there. Po- yeah. But here's the thing, though. But most importantly, it's like, okay, how can I further my business even more with the access and the clout and the value that I already bring? That's, that's true. That's the thing. It's like, all right, let's build. Well, how can yeah. I build? I'm but good. Now I, was, I want to build. So I will say this. Now, how to get there? Right. You have to do your fucking time. Mm. Work at a club. Work at a lounge. Work somewhere to be able to. Build that experience. A lot of people they want to just immediately jump. No, and bro. No, top, and, and it's and, like and, and listen. In, in the concierge realm and nightlife, it's a very, very tight, very, very close circle. Like everybody, not, yeah, everybody knows each other. Like, like everybody person. knows each other, but not everybody can pretty much get in. Like not every like everybody can be a promoter, but not everybody can be a successful promoter. Like yeah. I'm not a promoter. That's number one. Like I hate yeah. when people call me a fucking promoter. Yeah. Like no disrespect to all the promoters out there. Yeah. We need you guys. You There's a difference between like me being you. a promoter and being like independent concierge host. Like mm-hmm. I'm independent. You know, mm-hmm. so like I work with I work with clients like privately. I'm not out here like going to clubs and like every night or whatever trying to get girls in. Respect right. to them because that's a whole other beast and a true. whole other thing that you. Got. I don't know how the hell they do that. True, true. Every true. single day going to DMs, or whatever, trying to talk to women and like trying to get them in clubs it's a, it's in it's the same hustle. club every week. It's that's crazy. And it's true. It's I the mean, same I, girls I, every single I, week. I, I think because um, I know a guy that I went to school with, and then he started off promoting his own parties. Then it was this and this, and now he promotes for a while. Now I'd live and that mm-hmm. story. And I mean, this guy, same thing. He has connections. And when you're at that level, I mean, you you you're making good money. So he's probably like a higher end. Yeah, promoter. he's been there. He's been at it since I've for ten years. He's been promoting and promoting. Yeah. And now he's working. Like you know, he comes to the restaurant where I work because I work at you know I work one of the hotels and mm, nice. and he comes through and it's like you know this guy he knows people he knows managers and like he gets things for comped and he didn't start yesterday or the year before he's been doing it for like eight years now. Mm, mm. So it's it's a grind to it. Yeah, not yeah, just that, you. but it, you also have a different level of appreciation because you knew. 
that journey of yeah. getting mm-hmm. to the top. Because yeah. if you just start at the top, you're like, oh, whatever, fuck it. Mm-hmm. But then, like, now you have won't to take it seriously. Of, you just said, like, it's all about taking care of people. Yes. And people forget that, hey, like, you were down there once. And yeah. sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you have to, you you understand where they're at and how yeah. they got to keep getting But also, too, like, you also, it's it's like, it's it's always about like sharpening and like grinding out that axe to basically yeah. you know, cut down that next big tree. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's a like, lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot, lot of work. Prep, a lot, lot of networking, meeting new people. Um, in this level, as far as like especially being independent, because I don't work like I don't work for anybody. Yeah. So like, there's no W twos coming in. Yeah. It, it's straight ten nine. It's straight me. Right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So like, so how, like, how do you balance? How do you balance your time? So. Um, let's say someone calls you and they say, Hey, I need this, 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 how involved are you? Let's say on the first level. The reason why I'm, I'm asking is I'm trying to understand, um, the time, the freedom that you have with the amount of work that goes So I would this. say this, the more money that you pay, the more access that you have to me personally, the more involved you are. Yes. Sure, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not there yet, but definitely I'll say maybe about a year, maybe even two years from now, I won't necessarily even be doing the reservations. I'll have somebody like do it. Somebody have a team or something. Yeah, that is the reservations for me. Right. That pretty much represents the bishop name. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because that's the thing too is like at the end of the day, like my me personally, like you know, like I have like an exit strategy within like ten to fifteen years. Like within ten to fifteen years, like I want my concierge company to be like one of the like most known and best like in yeah, the world. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But for me, like you know, like for your business to grow, you have to let go. So with that being said, it's like the more involved you are. Then, like the more personal you are, but then the less scalability that you have mm. in order to grow, and that is a very, very tough thing when it comes to concierge because a lot of people, how they are successful is because of their personality, who they are as a person. But then when you try to get to the next level, as far as like you know, you like our goal, go. like our goal is in this year is to have hundred clients. That's our goal. Uh-huh. But when we get past hundred clients. You can't maintain that. Yeah, yeah. It has how? To, you how? have to find out how to scale it. You, scale. you know what I'm saying? But then here's the thing. When you scale it, you lose a little bit of that touch. That's just how it is in business. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right, there's right. like it's like you're scaling, you're scaling, scaling, and you have the personability right here. But then like as you're scaling up, then this goes down. Yeah, and you still need to want to keep the quality of service. I think I think the way to mitigate is, mitigate that is by bringing on the right people to a good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. building team. culture. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm building culture within my yes. company right now. That the bishop. Like, so my name, so my, so my concierge company name is called Bishop Executive Services. So my last name is Bishop, which is a very, very powerful name, but you guys play chess, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the Bishop in chess, what does the Bishop do in chess? Protect the queen. Protect the queen. And it protects the king as well, too. I bet you ain't even know that. (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah. So they cater to the king and queen in their every need. And, you know, it's a very dominant chess piece. Ooh, so, I got goosebumps on yeah, that one. Yeah. Giving like your that. service is perfect. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. All right. So, man, so how do you, you're there talking about girls and this and that. Man, so it, it seems like right now you're very involved. Yeah. And even if you don't want to be involved, it seems like you still need to. Yeah. How do you balance, like, a life outside of your career and your business? And, yeah, how, how do you balance that? Or is there a balance? Bro, this is like the millionaire fucking question. Is there balance? What do you do? Like, how are you here right now? You see, like th- th- that's that's what I'm trying to understand. So, wait, hold on. yeah, I see that's your boy. My bad. This is actually a client. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Alex, pay attention. Twenty-four seven concierge. That's yeah, what you get. Right. In fact, no, don't cut it. Leave it. This is what 20, 24/7. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Twenty-four seven concierge gets this. 
Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai? Yeah. That's the best one? That's pretty much one of the best hospitals. What I can do is I can call um, one of my partners, actually, that's in the medical concierge, and I can try to get um, some um, some information from her if you want me to do that. She she's no I can call her real quick and be like, hey listen, I have a client that's in town, like her his uh daughter's sick, like what's the best hospital? Because I don't really know too much about that, but she does. Yeah, she's just having like a very like, bad All right, let me let me call let me No, I got you, I got you. Let me let me um let me call. Let me call um my partner real quick. I'll call you right back. Yeah, um yeah, let me let me work on that right now. Yeah, that's probably be better, honestly, because yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. All right, let me let me call you right back. I got you. Yeah. We're going to take a short break. Yeah, yeah. sorry, guys. We'll All come right, back good. now. Nah, this is actually kind of cool. The fact that I'm seeing it in action. Yeah. yeah. So I have a group, which is a family who's here for the weekend. I, yeah, so like. Oh, cool. Can we keep that in? Maybe. Hey, what's up, love? How you doing? Hey, so I have a client that's in town, and his daughter is like really sick and having like a lot of like bad um, stomach aches. What's the best hospital to go to the ER? ER? Uh, okay, do you, do you have a suggestion? Do you, do, you, do you have a suggestion where to go to the ER? Like, what, where to go? I would go to an urgent care. Just go to anyone in the area. Okay. Yeah, just the nearest one, because they're all going to do the Okay, so she'll she'll probably she'll definitely be serviced a lot quicker if she goes to urgent care, right? Yeah, urgent care. Okay, good. Sure I got you. All right, I'll do that now. Thanks, love. I'll call you later. Right. She is hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, she's she's a smoke show. Um, yeah. So basically, so what I'm doing now is I have to find an urgent care for. Do you know where, where he's at thing? right now? Yeah. How do you know where they're they at right are now? At, they're at the one hotel. Okay. So. Damn, um, urgent care is there. The hell is that? One hotel on the it's a beach, right? Yeah. Alright, there's gonna be some around. Yeah. So. so cool. So yeah. So I mean, this is act. So here's the thing. This is actually the first time I've actually dealt with something like this. Like I've never had a client call me up like, "Hey, my daughter's sick. Like, where? What should I do?" Is it yeah. an emergency? Yeah. Well, so like, it's not just like partying, and it's just not just like right, right, right. It's, it's accommodating. It's, it's an encompassing like approach. Yeah, I'm so I'll happy that that man. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> let me know if I can keep that somewhere yeah. in. I'll clean yeah. some of it up. But yeah. damn, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, pretty cool. All right, let me call him back now and then tell him. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. You're saving this, the day right now for this guy. That's pretty cool. Hey, bro. Hey, what's up? All right. So my suggestion is, I just sent you a uh, screenshot of the closest urgent care. Don't go to the ER because the ER is gonna take too long. Yeah, they they should be able to. Like, you know, it's pretty much the same thing as a hospital, honestly. If you want to go to ER, you can go to ER. You can go to Mount Sinai, which is fine. But if you want to wait, if you don't want to wait that long, I'll say go to ER. Go go to uh, urgent care. All right, did you? So um, the screenshot that I sent you is, um, that's the closest, that's the closest one is MedRite Urgent Care Miami. It's the closest one to you. Do you want the number? Do you want the number? Okay, I'll text you right now. Anything you need, man, let me know, all right? Good. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You're on the spot, but look at that! Boom, boom, bang, bang! It's part of the game. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you no, have cool. to be, bro. You like that's another thing too, man. Like when these people are like paying like 
this that type of money, yeah. Of money, you gotta be accessible, bro. Like you have to. You know what I'm saying? No, I gotta lie, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Cause you're literally talking all about it and then it ha- it happens. Here's like, the thing too. Like, out of respect to you guys, I have my phone all I have my phone on silent, I have my phone down. But I have this like this back of my mind type like subconscious like what if my client is calling me? Like oh, a spidey sense. So it's like I knew it was him. I was like, uh, you know what? And then it was like, let me answer. Yeah, yeah. no, of yeah. course, man. Is he on the top tier? Uh, tier um, one? Yeah, he's one of my biggest biggest clients. Hey, that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, where were we? Um, you got it all handled. We're good. No, let's keep it on you, like you know, if he calls you back or have it. Yeah, 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 you. yeah. You're a businessman. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, you're here. Um, so you, I think I think you were okay. You were talking about how like balance. Yeah. Oh, this damn. way. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So being an entrepreneur and being a businessman in the beginning, there wasn't necessarily like a balance for me. It was just like you know, twenty four seven, because like you know, you basically trade in. You know, you're nine to five for your 24 seven. Yeah. Now, when you start getting older, you know, when I first started my business, I was what, 28, 29. Now I'm 35. So now it's like, now my priority, my mission, my purpose is still the same, but it's altered a little bit because it's like, I have to be able to be able to spend my energy wisely. Exactly. And because I'm expanding, bless you. I'm expanding as well too. You know what I'm saying? He, he, can't, he, can't, stay, he can't see us on the podcast. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> this guy was coughing. Yo, you guys are, yo Loki, you guys are funny. This you guy was funny. coughing all over the place. Uh, I can't sneeze. Uh, no. Anyways, huh? yeah. I'm sorry for the interrupt. Nah, it's all good. But um, yeah, so like when you grow, you have to be very, very smart on how you expend your energy. So it's like when you expend, you got literally less time for fucking bullshit. Yeah. Mm. And it's kind of hard to like read like what deserves more time. What where do I allocate trial, more? trial and error? Right. Well, I'm talking from a social st- standpoint, not just business. Yeah. Right? Okay. You know, and then also too, so I call myself like the master of delegation. Okay. So when you have businesses, I own about three businesses right now. The only way you can be pretty much self efficient and and especially have things in your life that definitely mean the most is to have proper and ultimate delegation. Mm-hmm. So with this, I had a um, a party um, and a relaunch of my company for my concierge at Eleven Rooftop. Mm. Shouts to Eleven, my family. They're my exclusive partner as of right now. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So like we had a whole whole thing. Actually, I actually want to show you this, guys. Um, I need to go to Mount Sinai. Okay. They're going to Mount Sinai. Yeah, they're going to Mount. Yeah, they're going to Mount Sinai. It's a good hospital. Yeah, they'll be in good hands regardless. Yeah. <laughs> That's I think that's like one of the best hospitals, honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really good, yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not. Um, what's the What's the bad one? Baptist? No, ba- Baptist is horrible, right? I thought Baptist no, was good. No, it, it depends yeah. what you're going for. You know, like mm-hmm. there's they're not, they're Jackson. It depends. Is Jackson good. I've never been. Jackson, they I think uh, when it comes to surgeries, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Again, they have the right or trauma. Yeah, the trauma Jackson. exactly. So it depends what you need. What you need, you know. Yeah. So so let me show you. Um, boom. So right over there, this is pretty much you guys can filter it through and be swiped through pretty much. And that was the party that I had. So the reason why I brought that up is because now since we're expanding and we're growing and having you know exclusive partners, I've had I have partners within my group now. So I have a COO, shout out to Anthony, and a CFO, Lamont. So that's how I'm delegating and pretty much dispersing different tasks and being able to 
um, service to to be able to service service our clients. Yeah, but do you ever feel like now there's like a like less? You have to have a lot of trust in the people that you appoint that to because, as a business owner, a lot of times it's your vision. Yeah, and it's hard to, for other people to share your vision. Mm-hmm. So how do you like? How did you like? What what? How did you feel comfortable enough to say like, hey? By knowing that they're never ever going to share your same vision 100%. They're not going to care as much as yeah. So here's the thing, right? So this, this, this is actually pretty good. So what I do is, right, I actually, so I look at it as this. I look at it as all the partners, everybody that I'm working with right right now, right, is we're on the same road, right? We're on the highway, right? We're going the same direction, but we're in different lanes. Different lanes, different yeah. cars. Yeah. Different cars, different speeds. Yeah, different amount of gas. No, listen, man, bro, like when it comes to your business, like nobody is going to be as passionate as you, bro. Like get that shit out of your fucking minds. Yeah, it's true. So it's it's unfortunate, but it's true. I mean, maybe you'll find somebody that's great, you know, hold that, hold them on for freaking dear life. But everybody, listen, everybody has an agenda, bro, at the end of the day. Like their own agenda when it comes to that. Even if they work with you or if they work for you. But if they, it, it it makes sense for them not to have the same. If they care more, if you if, if they care more yeah. about about the, your company or your dream than you do, then you have a problem. Yeah. Because if that's your dream, why would somebody else care as much? Because they have their own dream. Yeah. And they, it, you can't expect oh, them yeah. to care no, as much. No, definitely. Another so, thing too is I it's everything is temporary, for, bro. Yeah. Like life is obviously temporary, but everything within life is also temporary as well too. Like. What I do and what I'm doing right now is forever, but people who's working for me, like, at any day, right. they can leave tomorrow. Take another, yeah, leave. So let's take another so job. How you, so how do you deal with that? Right. You deal with that with pretty much having no expectations whatsoever in life. Mm. Mm. Okay. That's, well, how, that's how I operate. Yeah, if my partners right now can literally call me and be like, yo, listen, I don't want to work for, I don't work with you guys. I don't want to work with you anymore. Okay. All right, I got to figure it out. Okay. Being yeah. the number one Can't be upset. and being the CEO and being like the leader and being like the freaking the alpha. Yeah. Bro, like that's what comes with it. The, yeah. You're the last line of defense. So it's like, how can you like say that you want to sign up for that shit and then also bitch and complain when things like that that can happen do happen and you're not really prepared? I think that's what's difficult about entrepreneurship because people they think, oh, I run a business, but they don't understand what it takes yeah. to run a business. They Absolutely. don't understand the emotional wear and tear, mm-hmm. the physical sometimes. Yeah, no the, uh, psych- the you know your mind is all over the psychological. Like there's so much that goes on, so much that you're responsible for, mm-hmm. and they think, oh, he has a good business, but you don't know what it took. To run the business yeah. because of it, it requires so much of just one person. Got it. So yeah, it makes sense that for you to for you to delegate, but you know, it is true. You have to then understand, like, hey, you're you're here and next day you might not be. Mm-hmm. And I have to accept that. Mm-hmm. And I have to roll with the punches. Bro, and it's also too on the other side as well, where like you're dealing with all these clients, but then like other clients, like you're not the only person that's like, or I'm not the only person that's like doing a concierge. It's sure. a whole bunch of other people. It's competitive. Yeah, bro. bro, it's like it's everything is just Nothing is like everything is 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 uh, is finite, right? Yeah, you have to treat it such. <clears throat> so you uh you you're you're a single guy. Yes. All right. You yeah. said how old are you? Thirty five. Thirty five. Um, you what do you what are you looking for? You looking you you like? I mean, <sighs> it, the thing is, it sounds like based on the I don't want to say lifestyle, but the industry. Yeah. It seems like it's one of those that's difficult to really cement yourself. Aside so, from the fact that you're also so heavily involved in in like in your business. Yeah. So that's why I asked earlier about your balance because. What is it like? How would you then balance it if you did? Like, what, what, what do you think? So, like, um, recently I was 
kind of talking to somebody like we were pretty much casual or whatever but like uh, situation she was, yeah eh, i mean i guess <laughs> um but um it was um it was out of state and you know long distance oh, or long potential distance. long distance relationships even though we're friends but even though we like each other it just doesn't necessarily work out like that okay so you know um and i've had like trauma when it comes to past like you know long distance relationships like i had um you tried it before well yeah actually uh the girl who i actually proposed to like in 2007 2008 like actually cheated on me in the I saw her in the act. No way. Yeah, which is probably another. I mean, if, you're, if we want to talk about, it, we could talk about it. Hell but like, yeah. I don't know how much time we have. Honestly, we got time for that. So, so <laughs> long story less long. Yeah, and I spoke about it on my podcast where I was seeing somebody for about two to three years, um, and um, we like we were great, but then all of a sudden she just wasn't necessarily where I had having sex as much anymore. It was just going through like a lot of shit, like a lot of childhood tribulations. And I got into like a really like clinical depression. Like I was over 450 pounds, Jesus. like crazy, crazy yeah. shit. And then um, the day that I wanted to propose to her was actually the day that I found her cheating. Oh no. <laughs> oh, my heart's broken. Yeah. Just imagining this yeah, situation. Yeah. So, this is over 10 years ago. So it, it is what it is. But, but I'm finding out about it now. So it hurts me. Like if it happened to me. Yeah, I got you. But so Imagine uh, you go propose to your girl. So excited as fuck. And you see another dude. Well, I bought the ring that, that day. And I was going to propose to her that night. My heart. But you, but so, oh, I have so many questions. So, but why were you proposing? You, things weren't really go, looking good. Why were you proposing? I was in a clinical, I was depressed. Bro, I wasn't here. <laughs> the state he probably bro, thought bro. that he's like, oh, the, the, you know, maybe this will bro, help. I don't know if you guys ever been clinically depressed. There's people who are depressed a lot. But as far as being clinically depressed, is another level. Bro, I was doing, I was, I was doing shit. Wait, hold on, let me. Right. Girl, I was I was doing shit that like that was just abnormal, right? Like running on the street, freaking butt naked. Like I, dog, it, like I, we can really get into it, bro. Like for it, real, it was tough. It was a yeah. Tough time I was for going you. to like a lot of mental shit, okay. a lot of mental shit. So I wasn't there. Right, right. So, so you, I at the end of the day, we wasn't having sex. We wasn't really doing anything. And I thought that the basically like the the one way for me to get her was to propose to her, mm-hmm. to show her, to show her, because you know, like at the end of the day, is like. Men, men that, that, so I will say this, the things that we do things that we don't necessarily should do when we are really, really liking, I got, thank you, sir. That's another thing too. I fucking sweat like a damn pig. That's Um, That's what it's for. Bro, like we, we, the things that we are not supposed to do, like the things that we do pretty much when we are really, really interested in a girl, like we are not supposed to do. Like, if that makes sense, like, yeah. you get blinded like, by, you unfortunately, the less that you do for a woman or the less, or the less interest that you show for a woman at times, then they become less attraction, less attracted to, 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 to them. It's part of the game. Or you, yeah. you, you mean, it's the game, bro. It's part of the game. You, Those who choose to play, that's part of it. Yeah. It's part of it. Yeah. You, you mean the less you do, the more they are care, the more they, the are, more they're interested. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's part of the game. It's part of the game. It is part of the game. And that's synonymous throughout even like the relationships as well, too. Like, like I had this thing, like, and I actually did this to the girl pretty much that I was like, you know, interested in. I did way too much for her. Mm-hmm. I was buying her flowers. I was doing that. I was sending her shit, this and that. Ain't really fucking work. All the wrong things, though. Because in her eyes, it's probably... It's setting expectations, basically. It, it, that, it probably... Especially who's a, who, who could be actually a user, too. True, true, yeah. true. Now, but let's go back to, to the one that yeah, you... Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> let's get back to that one. Damn, yeah. so hold on. So you walk in, 
Yeah, walk us, walk as us through a, it. As, as, and you're telling me this, you, you were already depressed. And you walk in, dude, what, what happened next? Not in so, so much when of that, I, but so like. When I walk, so when I walked in, like I walked in like, oh, and here's another thing. It was her ex-husband. Jesus Christ. <sighs> yeah. So you caught her cheating on you with yeah. her ex-husband. Yeah, probably while like, you were trying to propose. I bet you guys yeah. are probably We're not trying to propose it that day, but like I actually like You like, had the ring. I put the well, I put the deposit down on a ring. You were that planning day. on Yes. And that night I was about to you know what I mean? Out of the conversation. Yeah. So 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 walk me. So what happened? So this is very simple. Here's the thing. Out of the six months of all the things that were happening, it was confirmation. It was confirmation for me. It wasn't like, oh, what the fuck? This and that. It was like, okay, all right, bitch. This is what you were doing. You can go fuck yourself. Oh. And I, I just did an about face and I turned around and I left. But so had I not gone through, I'm, I'm going to be very honest. Had I not gone through the shit that we were going through through in six months as far as not having sex, not being intimate, not being as going on dates, not seeing each other as much. I would probably be in prison right now to be, to be very, oh. cl- to be very clear, to be very clear. I, I would be in fucking prison. Yeah, because the thing yeah. is like, because you already you saw understand? signs. Do you understand where I'm coming from? He already saw yeah. the signs over time where yeah. he saw it and he's like. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, now I know why you fucking haven't been fucking. And plus, too, I was also taking like you know, like I was also <laughs> taking, um, I was also doing uh, methods and also like you know, um, treatments basically to get me back into my normal state. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the, like, it was a gradual standpoint of me getting normal, and then that's what pretty much what happened. And then after that, I was like, okay, so that's what we're doing. And that's pretty much, I left. Yeah, it seemed like you were already more in tune with like your yeah. headspace and stuff, yeah. where you were able yeah. to handle yeah. that situation. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if he was like, everything was fine, everything was good, and he thinks that he's, man, I found the woman of my dreams, everything's perfect, he walks I in and someone- in prison. That's what I'm saying, that's what he's saying, dude. That's rough. Imagine, dude. imagine you you happy as hell with your girl, then you walk in and someone else is banging her. What would you mm-hmm. do? <laughs> who, who would you kill first? I don't even know who, yeah. That's, you see what I mean? Yeah, hard. bro, it's just wild. Because if she'd been doing some sketchy shit, you've been like, man, you're acting mad weird, and then you catch it, you'd be pissed, but you're going to be like- Yeah, it makes sense. Or this- now mm-hmm. I get it now. Mm-hmm. So did, did did you have how, what happened after? Did you find out why? Like, we like what was her conver- reason? For we it? had a conversation. I mean, after she called me a hundred times and left me hundred fifty uh, text messages, and then we finally spoke. I had nothing left. I had nothing left. I was just like, all right, man. Like, honestly, done. Like, I what what do you want me to do? Like, how can we salvage that? What can we talk about? What is there to talk about? Really, nothing. There's nothing to fucking talk about. <clears throat> And then she tried to get me to like talk to her mother. I was actually really close to her mother. So it was like she tried to get me like to pull back, you know, to pull in or get to pull back in with her mother. Yeah. Yeah, you know how it yeah, is. Yeah, take, you know take, take the, you know the mom is. route. You know, you know some crazy Because you, know you don't hate her mom, you hate her. No, no, yeah. So definitely. she's like, hey, mom. But the so thing cool. is, is that here's the thing though. Here's the crazy part. I didn't even hate her. I didn't even, even hate my, my ex at that time. I didn't. There was no emotion. It was like, like a peace, probably. There was just no emotion. I think, like a I think, relief almost. Huh? A relief as well, too, but it's like, it's emptiness. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, like yeah. there was nothing left in the well for me to even give a fuck about her. And I think that's even more dangerous than actually really giving a fuck about her. It's honestly. like a numbing. From her end, I think. Do you think that also helped you on the, uh, uh, for your recovery and like for like healing after yes. that? Yes. Because you were like already yeah. in, a, in a much, in a different, yeah. different yeah. space. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what I did was I, I took uh, the next 13 months, 
I went to the gym two to three times a day. Jesus Christ. And I was I was a fucking I was a madman. You're motivated. Yeah. Dropped like a hundred pounds. Yeah, wait, was this be, this was before you had your this businesses? Is, this, is bef- this is yeah, this is pre yeah. this is pre entrepreneurial. Oh, this, this is pre entrepreneurial Marvel. Can you this imagine? This is two thousand nine. This is two thousand yeah. Imagine this happening and you're like halfway through your business, you're trying to scale. It happens now. Yeah. This year you said, well, this the goal is to get to hundred uh, clients this year. Yeah. And then you find that out, yo. That's why, honestly, as far as dating and relationships, though, that's why shit is secondary right now for me. Damn. I do, I do, I do go out. I do have fun. Um, you still, you still think you're, there's a little bit of trauma that's still set in there that you haven't fully been. I definitely would say that my past situations that I've had of me actually probably getting a really good woman. I've definitely fucked that up because of my uh, abs- absolutely, yeah, maybe absolutely. I, I, listen, I, I'm a man. I, I take accountability. Like, yeah, wow. I, it's not this. Oh man, all these bitches are whacking. No, like I do understand <laughs> that. That like a lot of it. Like for instance, like the situation I had, you know, um, out of state. Um, there was definitely some things that I did that I could have done better. Yeah. Wait, wait. So, so the out of state one was somebody else. Mm-hmm. How long did that go on for? I mean, that was like last. That was like last year. I met her last year. Oh, so pretty a much. Couple months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was casual. We just, But like, it's like I was basically treating her as a girlfriend when I shouldn't have. I should just treat her as a friend, basically. And that was the unfortunate part because I was doing way too much for her. Really. And I didn't necessarily like, well, bro, like I didn't vet her. Like I just basically vetted her without vetting her and just basically did so much for her. Because I, because I, I, because I wanted, like, I, I wanted her. Like vetting, as in like getting to know her, or getting yeah, to like, know her too, but also like basically like having her to prove that she deserves yeah, is she what I, I'm giving her. Like, is she, is or is she deserving she, to be in my life? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you want to make sure someone like you bring a lot to the table. You got to give yourself some credit. Yeah. Is anyone willing? You got someone on your forehead there. It's gone. No, it's still there. Bro, I mean, listen, man. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, I, I do think in some certain levels, you know, like they do when they do talk about like you know, oh, men are the prize. I do believe that, but like we have to be very careful when it comes to that. What do you mean? Because not all men are the prize. Like not because you're a man or only a man, you're oh. the prize. No, true. Oh, true. Like 100%. if you if you are a high value man, if you're a person that is a and not just money, but also other things and other attribute other um. Uh, attrib- attributes that pretty much makes you a high value man. That makes you the prize. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I, a lot of women like um, will say, "Well, I, w- I need to be treated like a queen." But a lot of times, you, well, are you treating your man like a king? You know, we need to be appreciative of these mm-hmm. high value men. Mm-hmm. And most, it seems like they they don't get the same you know appreciation because I mean I, I don't know. It, it, it's, well, because we like things differently. At the end of the day, it's like from what I want in a woman is not necessarily what a woman wants in me. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'll give you an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for instance, like, especially like when it comes to like, you know, modern women, alpha women. Sure, sure. Days, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. It's true. Dope. Get your fucking money. I'm so happy that, you know, women these days are like the most liberated they've ever been, which is fantastic. Go women. Go women when it comes to that. However, <laughs> when it comes fuck to- Fuck all that. No, whoa, whoa, bullshit. listen. Fuck all that. When it comes to- when when it's like they're they're doing things that doesn't necessarily um, give them the same results or give give them the results that they want. So for me to be attra- for them to attract me, they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, I make one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year and all that shit. Da da da. Yo, I don't give a fuck about your money. 
Like I don't oh. want to I don't want to date me <clears throat> I get you Now I'm not saying I want to be date a bum I'm not saying that So right. that's like Kind of like the, uh, the, the The other side But like They Like And not all of them But most of them Are not necessarily Bringing things to the table That men Especially high value High value men Want It's a competition now I, I, I don't know if I read an article Or I saw a video But someone was saying It's more of a competition now Rather than you know, still having that, uh, like, she, even if she does make that much money, it shouldn't even be a competition, bro. Cause it should, be, what, it should be yin and yang at the end of the day. I Part, a partnership. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like you as a woman, like, okay, great. You make your partnership money. is a little bit different though. Cause now we talk about 50, 50 and all that stuff. Like that's a, a little bit different. A partnership doesn't have to be 50, 50 in order to be, for it to be a partnership. Okay. That, Cause, okay. because everybody has their own thing to, to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm not saying a partnership is 50, 50, you know, whatever you can bring to the table. And if, as long as you're giving it me, you all, if that's if you all might not be in a, in a grand spectrum Spectrum. of things 50 50 and you all might be only let's say 30 percent or whatever yeah. and my all is whatever 70 percent, whatever you yeah. want to say it yeah. but like as long as it's you never equal at the end of the day like we as men at the end of the day is, i'm sorry about this like listen be and i actually posted this shit on fucking twitter being a good man is a thankless job Mm, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. But didn't like Chris Rock say it once? It's like, uh, oh, men, yeah. oh, dogs and women can be loved unconditionally, but men get loved on what they're able to care for. Lift your foot up. Forgive me. So do dogs and women, they can be loved unconditionally, but men are the ones that are, that they're loved on what they can provide. You know, are they providers? Can they support? Unconditional love. At the end of the day, like women are, are you know, loved unconditionally. Yeah. Like men, they have we to. We're loved. We, bro, we, we can't be loved unconditionally because if we don't, then we're thrown to the fucking thrown to the fucking wolves. Yeah, it's and there's and there's a, there's a debate on that because it's like you know, for instance, like so, um, so one of my so I don't know if you guys know this, but like I also own like a, a um a like a, a podcasting show network. Okay. So I have like three, four different shows basically, which which I can share about that later. Yeah, yeah. I have me. all girls podcasts, all um the really cool gents, uh, all girls podcasts, the the Queen's Code. Uh, have a one-on-one -on -one show on the level, um, all that stuff. We'll put it in the description. Oh. Yeah, all, all that stuff. You, you, so um, the reason why I brought that up is because Delia, shout out to Delia, one of the queens on the, on the Queen's Code, she vehemently disagrees with that because she thinks that women are loved conditionally because based on if they can provide children, if they can provide this. And I'm like, I do understand that. Fair assessment. Fair assessment. But I, I kind of disagree with that as, as well because – there's more of a infinite unconditional love for women and more of a barometer or more of an unlimited source of unconditional love versus with men. Because here's my thing. And I've always, this, this is like literally always the argument. If we take a woman, they don't even have to be attractive. Like you just <laughs> take, take a woman and then take me. Right. And we go on the fucking road. Right. <laughs> Who is going to get picked up way faster and swept up off their feet and being taken care of? Who? I would say the woman. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I see your, no, I totally see your point. I think that, I don't want to say women have it easier because they don't. It's different though. It's it's but it's, it's they different. Have it's different. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's different. different. And I can see why most, um, thing is, I think historically men are the ones that I guess they're supposed to be the providers and, you know, you can go back to like instinctual or mm -hmm. whatever, sure. but Evolution. I see it as, you know, women, as long as you can bear children, it's 
sounds fucked up, but it's kind of like enough for a man to say, well, then I know I can be with you long term and build a family. Mm. Um, but why is that fucked up to say, though? See, that I know see, we're, in, we're in a fucking dog. Because the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, we because we really try to. There's two sides to see it because there is the 50 50 side that maybe mm -hmm. it's not a direct 50, mm -hmm. but maybe what I lack, you 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 can fill my cup, yeah. and whatever you lack, I probably fill your cup. That's that 50 50. But then there's the gender role view where it's okay, men, but whatever works for you works for you at the end of the day. True. But my thing is this that what I don't understand is that we are living in the day and age right now in a society where like. It's like having like women being able to have kids is an amazing thing, but it's also like it's not so much of an amazing thing as well, too. 